Everyone, welcome to a crazy to be episode of Glowing Up. We're gonna get right to it. We have. Can you want to do announcements for forty-five minutes, or should I just leave? Oh, you can announce so that you can tell the people that are already listening to your podcast to listen to your podcast and subscribe, and just punish them <laughs> for being a fan of yours. That's Make my sure. other podcast. Oh, <laughs> Look, Esther has eight podcasts. It's it's all good. It's totally chill. <laughs> Uh, we jump right in. We don't have announcements. We get Good. into it. Go. Today we have on the show the one, the only. They know. They know. Go. <laughs> Whitney Cummings. They know me. Whit- Whitney. Hmm. Beauty icon. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Well, here's the thing. I have, not my, I have not shared my skincare routine with anyone. Turn off your notifications, Caroline and Esther. That's her. That's Caroline. Jesus. It's me. Yeah. Mine's Whitney. Are off. Mine are off. I'm okay. a professional. It's one of us. We might never figure it out. Oh, I okay, so I have not shared my skincare routine with uh, anyone. I tried to make a YouTube video a couple times, and I my perfectionism took over, and I felt like it was elitist because one of the um, oils was like forty dollars, and a, and it was too many oils. So, do you want to have the exclusive? Is that what we do on this show? We would love it. Be an honor. The fact that all of Caroline's um, pictures are crooked in the background is really frustrating. But, I can tell um, you're stressed out by my by my room, by my hair, Whitney. Your I, face. Oh, your hair. Your hair is beautiful. I, your I, hair is beautiful. Your face is beautiful. It's just that I don't know why anyone would let these be so asymmetrical, but I'm a big fan of wabi-sabi. It's a Japanese word that says when something is imperfect, it's actually more beautiful. When something is broken, they gild it. Uh, they put it back together with gold because um, something that's been broken is actually more valuable than something that it hasn't. So it's- a, Is that it's, all Is that all three of us? Yeah, wabi-sabi. Uh, yeah. Uh, wabi-sabi is rustic. Um, it's uh, uh, resurrected wood. It's Esther's vagina. Esther's <laughs> vagina, Esther's broken but um, still career. beautiful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So that's why we're we, we can be messy. We can kind of be this. We can be here. no. Esther's like sloppy. I'm talking wabi sabi, <laughs> which is a little that has a, it's about minimalism, mm. and we honor things that are ostensibly thought of as flaws. So, it's, what do you want to know about the skin? Okay, Whitney, I've told you this a million times. You're the OG of skincare. Like literally in 1994 in the hallways of the comedy store, maybe it was 2009, still OG. I saw you greasy, dripping in oil on your face before the skincare movement, before YouTube oh. 
like literally to the point where the boys were making fun of you. They're like, why is Whitney dipped in oil? Why is she why wet? Is her face so wet and her vagina so dry? That doesn't make <laughs> sense. So here's what I'll say. I'm going to be real like succinct and clear because sometimes when people do their beauty routine, they're like, and then I just use these 12 things. And it's like, it's very chaotic and it's very instinctive. And the way that I think about skin, I learned this early because I uh, grew up around horses and I had to oil saddles, was like the chore that my aunts gave me. And I learned a lot about how to preserve leather. So think about your skin like a piece of expensive leather, an expensive purse, expensive shoe, whatever it is. What are you gonna do to make sure that that leather does not dry out or wrinkle or deteriorate? You're gonna keep it out of the sun, you're going to never, you're going to keep as little water on it as possible for a little amount of time, mm. right? And you are going to keep it oiled up at all times. So for me, I just, I, I just learned like your skin is like leather. That's how you need to treat it. It should never be dry. It should never be in the sun. It should never be um, without some kind of moisture on top of it, right? So I have in every part of my house, some oil at all times. I wake up in the middle of the night when I pee in the middle of the night, I have oil there and I re-oil in the middle of the night. Like it's a tick, it's psychotic, fine, sure, call me crazy, love it. Um, I am do it constantly, it's in my, um, I have rollers, I have uh, 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 droppers in my closet. I have. I just have them everywhere all the time sunscreen on the hands all the time in the car at stoplights we're sunscreening i wear gloves in the car sometimes when i drive um so much of the sun exposure we get is in the car on our hands and this side of our face when we drive which is why we have more crow's feet here um and it's like a system you just have to make it a habit you know it's like you know we all have addiction the yeah is to get healthy addictions, make them healthy addictions. So instead of hitting the bong four times a day, oil around your eyes four times a day, you know, you also have to not give a fuck. It's also tricky because right now we're in COVID and touching your face is weird. And, you know, and, but what you got your pre-roll, you got your fucking, every time you pre-roll your hands, you should be oiling your face. Um, it is never not shiny. I don't care if people think I'm look shiny and weird People always thought I got a ton, ton of plastic surgery. I'll tell you everything I've done in a minute. I've done Ulthera. Uh, I did cool laser. I do filler on this side of my nose. I did Botox here when I was 25 uh, because I was told to by a network. It, it just made, I actually think at this point, wrinkles are a sign of youth. Yes. Um, so if you need to do a little Botox like here or like here, I like to have these, you know, like I like these um, yeah. and I like these, but if you do here, sometimes it fucks up. It's like, it's a, I'm not anti-work. I'm not. Why? It's, okay. You want your, uh, it's expensive, but if you want to get in shape, you go to the gym. What, it's, what's the difference? What's the difference? It's a face jam. Like why just, I don't shame anybody for whatever they need to do as long as it's for them. And you're hopefully you're not acting from a place of dysmorphia. Like I don't think you should decide what happens. Um, but I have done Althera, talked about that with Olivia Munn on the podcast. And then with Allison Bree, we talked about Botox, like dink, dink, dink here, which I did like three years ago. And then it kind of fades and then I kind of like it. So I kind of, I like these lines right here. Um, I like these lines, but I also have a lot of really, 
I remember when I was in the uh, sh- on the show, Whitney, critically acclaimed, uh, that in the room, because I was always so conscious of it, my mom uh, worked at Bloomingdale's and even Marcus in PR. So she would get samples and we had La Paris and we had Charles of the Ritz and we had Lancome and we had all the creams and, and it was all about creams. Like those were my toys as kids. I didn't have toys. I had creams, creams, products, products, products. And when she went to bed, I would like put them on and put them on my lips and I was obsessed. Um, and uh, I'm saying that because why? <laughs> it is beautiful and I can't stop staring at your unbelievable skin. I'm Thank like, you. I mean, I'm in the light. I know how to light myself. But what was I just saying? Oh, before well, uh, Alison Brie products and- on when you were on the show, Whitney. When I was on the show, Whitney. Oh, yeah. When we were on, on the writer, your show, Whitney. I always said, um, don't make me laugh because I don't want to get laugh lines. Oh, it's sad. And then I realized it's not that it's not sad. It was just, I've been conscious of it for a long time. I never smoked because I didn't want to get these. Mm-hmm. I never drank from a straw, which I do now, a glass straw, because I don't want to go through these lip. Like, <laughs> I was very conscious of this from a young age because I had a mom that was conscious of it. Because the generation before us, their their beauty was their currency, you know? And um, so, but then I realized the craziest thing you can do in a writer's room of comics is say, don't make me laugh. Like, don't do your job. And then, so I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry, that was crazy. So... I, I didn't like it wasn't a rule for a long period of time, but Dan uh, Levy can attest that I wouldn't because I had the funniest writers in the world and that I would just go like <laughs> that's how I would laugh. Oh my god. But it's like it is just true, you know. Also when I apply my products always up, we never go down. We never go down. We know, people put on their cream like this, and I'm like, it drives me nuts. When people put on their makeup in circles, you're just dragging your skin down. What are you doing? Up, up only, only. Blush only up. Cream only up. Oil only up. Only up. <sighs> only up. I'm taking notes right now. When you like, sleep, well, you can just listen back to this. Um, uh, <laughs> and then when you sleep, um, most people put product on their face, and then they go to sleep, and they put their face on a pillow and then all their product comes off on their pillow. This was my know? next question. I, I feel like you know case. things about sleep. Pillowcase only. I sleep with, um, I don't have them. If I go to the bedroom, uh, oh, noise headphones or some kind of headphones so that you're sleeping up and your product is not being wiped off. I sleep like a fucking, um, corpse. I yeah. said this about you on this podcast like three times now. Like Whitney Cummings famously sleeps with headphones so her product doesn't move and then around. The way when I get up to pee, there's an oil by the toilet paper. And as I'm peeing, I'm putting, I'm reapplying at <laughs> three in the morning. Can I ask a personal question? What no. is, your, <laughs> what's your skin type? I don't really believe in that um, because a lot of it's genetic. <laughs> I was also on Accutane twice, so I'm. There's. I think that we love that. Like my skin type is this. It's like kind of false sense of control. Right. Like your skin type is very much how you treat it. It's like saying like, oh, that breed of dog attacks people a lot. It's like, well, nature and nurture and what, what was it? You know what I mean? Like they're like all that. Like I have oily skin. It's like good. That's the that's been pathologized. I my skin's oily because I make it oily, but also. Um, it took me a long time to learn this and a lot of really smart dermatologists to explain to me is like, we associate the same way we associate fat with being fat. 
if I eat fattening foods, I'm going to get fat. That's not true. I, for 15 years, I was eating fat-free snack wells, which was just like all cookies, like, like all sugar. Um, like avocados don't make you fat. You know what I mean? It's the sugar, you know, or whatever. So oil doesn't make you oily. So I had such bad acne uh, as a teenager, cystic acne, cystic, cystic, concealer, um, salicylic acid, squeezing, just like the, like scabs. The cycle on. is so vicious, been there. The mole of it all. And then like pretending I was sick to not go to school, the caking on, the Accutane, the flaking off. I mean, it was just like, you know, I, when people say the skincare is like superficial and then like whatever, California and like elitist, it's like you're, this is the first thing you say to someone. This is your self-esteem. This is, you're presenting your, your teeth and your face. I'm sorry, human nature is sexist and superficial. And I want to tell you, like, if I have a zit here, even if you can't see it, it's all I'm fucking thinking about. It's, we are wired that way. And also we are wired to be obsessed with it because um, you know, in tribal times, that was an infection. We're wired to get the infection ejected out of our bodies, you know? Oh. So when I see it on another person, I'm like, oh, I got I to get it. I got to get it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get it. Can I just get it? Um, so that is in it. Uh, we actually uh, made a movie about this, um, about how the picking, we actually wired to get serotonin from it. Benton Ray is here, the king of skincare. I know we need um, to get Benton on next. Also, shout out to your movie, The Female Brain, which is so good. And it's, it's actually too many it. people are watching it now, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> um, and I'm just like, oh god, now it's getting big. Um, uh, and uh, sorry, the thing is with the oil is that putting oil on your skin does not make your skin. If you have oily skin, it doesn't mean you can't put oil on your skin. A lot of people want to do these like oil-free foundations, which is just like gonna dry. No. Yeah, oil actually, um, yeah, uh, trains your uh, uh, oil. What are they called? Not ducts. Glands. Your glands. Yeah. Oil glands, actually, they produce less oil. So I stopped getting acne the more I did do Accutane twice. So if there's any doctors or dermatologists, scientists watching the show, feel free to um, debunk me. Uh, which is that after that, I oiled my face constantly, and it stopped producing so much oil because. <laughs> didn't have to. It's a huge thing when you have acne to, you don't want to moisturize it. You want to keep, you think that you want your skin to be as dry as possible, but that's like very important for people with acne to moisturize. It makes your acne so much better when you use the right, right moisturizer. Right. Steam, oil, patience, cord, topical cortisone, mm. prescription cortisone cream. It's like 2% when I'm like, it's something like it's your wedding day or your fucking engagement party or whatever. There's also cortisone shots, which I recommend if it's your wedding day or your big presentation or a cystic thing that's going to distract you. But over time, cortisone is actually not good for you. And if someone does it wrong, you can actually get an indentation, which has happened to me many times. Same. So do it like when you have to. It's like you have to do it really early in the pimple life cycle. If you do it too late, you get the scar. I have like a really deep one coming up right here. And it's just like, I'm just going to kind of let it do its thing. It's not noticeable. I can't like, see it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no. yeah. Where do we stand on? Are you in the zit sticker, like pimple patch universe? I don't. Allison Bree just told me she swears by those. I don't. This is fucked up. I mean, I'm also on a birth control. 
I don't really get, I mean, the masks, like I thought I was getting uh, acne from the masks. I don't really break out anymore. I do. I don't have my period because of this birth control, but I, I, I started getting it hormonally on my chin. Yeah. Um, and since we're now zooming and stuff, no one can see anything and you have a mask cover it. Like I, I think that we're just in this, like for the next like six months, we kind of have a pass, like reset your, I'm just trying to like not wear makeup all day. I'm trying to like, I'll do like for a zoom like this, I'll do like lip liner blush eye, but nothing on my skin skin except sunscreen or tinted sunscreen. Question, question. I'm getting, I'm like, okay, I want to be anti-agey a little bit and get serious about it. Where do you stand on retinol? You know, I mean, Benton swears by it. I personally, because I put my skin through so much trauma with tanning beds, it, it's going to be specific to everybody. Everybody's skin is different. It's like saying, where do you stand on red wine? It's like, some people will get a hangover. Some people have headaches. Some people won't. Some people get addicted. Some people don't. It's just like, there's no, you can't throw a blanket statement about what works. But for to be clear, if Whitney Cummings says she likes red wine, I will start drinking it. So <laughs> let's just also live in that reality. I had my fair share of it in utero. Um, so <laughs> I have done so much damage to my skin, whether it's like eating disorders, dehydrating myself, sun damage. I did tanning beds. I mean, I used to do like twice a day tanning beds. I had skin poisoning. I had to like when I came out um, to UCLA in a summer theater program when I was like 17, I had uh, boils on my uh, hands from, cause I would drive every day uh, going home from school in Washington DC. And, and every day at four o'clock, the sun would hit my hands. I just didn't know. I was like, just like screaming like Joan Osborne songs and Lauren Hill. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know, no one told us. Like we used to put on um, baby oil and go out in the sun. Baby oil. Yeah. And tinfoil. <sighs> like we, like that was, so I have, if you're 22 and you're listening to this, it's a different than if you have a, you know, if you're grew up in Phoenix and you never use sunscreen, like I don't, you know, retinol, I think there's a lot of different iterations of it. I think there's a lot of different uh, potencies and what loses potency. That's my whole thing with vitamin C is like, if it's, soon as you open it, it's deactivated. Like I, I just, I think a lot of this is, um, I, I keep my skincare in the fridge. Uh, but I think a lot of it is fake. Uh, and I do not do retinol just as a personal preference. Cause I just don't, I do the mitts so I can show them to you. I do the, um, scrub and the exfoliating. And then I do derma rolling with the tiny needles every other day and then so that your skin can act, you can actually absorb it because there's so many dead skin cells on the top. That's what works for me. And then I put my product on. So if retinol works for you, great. I just can't recommend one. And I don't know how to use it. Now I've seen you use those mitts. I've literally seen you like in the bathtub, put them on. Yeah. Are those, you're doing those on your face as well? Yeah. I'll do it just like on my face and lips, you know, not around my eyes ever, ever, ever. It's okay. also good for lymphatic drainage. I do it all over my body and it's kind of as needed. Um, They're super cheap, right? Like a, doll, like a dollar, you get like 50 of them. And I'll like do, 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 up, 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 always like around the lips, you know, like, and people also forget like when I derma roll, 
So my little derma roller here, which is like everyone's got to be, you got to clean it. You got to make sure I'd either put alcohol on it every couple of weeks or like get a new one. They're like $4 and these are going to sell out and I'm not going to be able to get them. Um, <laughs> also go over your eyebrow. Always people forget your eyebrow skin and then over your lips always. And people forget to put sunscreen on their lips. True. So. I got to know, oh God, I have so many questions. I know. I know. And I'm like, I'm like looking at all my shit and I'm oh. like, oh. Show us what sunscreen. What's your go-to sunscreen every day? I mean, it's it's. Uh, I I do feel like knowing Whitney, she oh. uses everything. Yeah, I use everything. I use everything, and I alternate because it's like your skin gets used to something, and there's a like something will smell like something, and you go through a bad breakup, and every time you smell it, it's going to remind you of that person, so you need to change it. Like I love the Moroccan oil smell and then I had a tragedy and I like was and every time I smell it it like takes me back there so then I kind of alternate um and then you know uh I, I like to experiment and try new stuff and smell is really important to me I'm super emotional um so I like play around right now Whitney are you I know you don't have an actual skincare fridge in your bathroom but I know you have skincare in your downstairs fridge right. are you are you considering getting a skincare fridge? You don't need like it. Hard hitting journalism right I could now. Just be a fridge, fridge. I just like if it's a three hundred dollars, <laughs> just because it's pink, I'm not going to get it. I'll just get a fridge that has a clear thing. You know, oh, so, yeah, God. my fridge, and then like my cream. Oh my God! I don't even that cream. brand. Oh, I yeah. know. There's like no way to keep up with her and her brand. You galaxy are, brain. Um, wrapped, you know. Oh yeah. Backups, like it's. I'm. It's a. You know, I'm a hoarder. But it's self care, and it's like it's just something you have to. You know, it's like people I know. They're like, I don't have time for my skin. I'm like, yeah. Well, you just put nine powders on your baby, and you just got your car washed, and you just got three new pairs of shoes. And you just did your dry cleaning. Like we just, we chronically as women put ourselves last. So like by my bed, I'll have like a bomb, you know, that's oh. open. So in the middle of the night, I can literally just like reach over. Are you rubbing that on your body too? And I do it uh, under, on my body. Yeah. I've started to get like more serious about my body. Like I do the spray, like I'll, I'll do astringents on my body now. What? what? Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? You're, oh. ex you're astringenting your body? I put eye cream on my vagina. <laughs> Which part of it? The outside. <laughs> I, I like the lips part. Yeah. I you think that to. we're not, to women are not told to moisturize their vagina. And I think it's a huge, That's it's a it. huge missed opportunity. Gotcha. Right. Well, it's just like you're just, you're like trained to just like not touch it in general. So, and then you go into my closet. This is, I'm staying at a different house right now. But you go in the closet and I've just got like a pump oil, the Osei. Love that. Just, yes. like, as I'm looking for clothes, I'm lubing up my legs as I'm changing, as I'm thinking, you know? So it's like, it's just having one available at all times to just keep lube hands hand lotion like i'm just constantly she's lubed the fuck lubed. yeah and i says i look i do have a dollop of ocd everyone knows that so that helps but it's um it's comforting to me the smells are comforting to me my mom growing up uh every night before bed or she'd walk around the house there was always vicks vapor rubs around the house mm. and she would put it right under her nose all the time 
and she was always like putting on cream. So it's like, I get it. I, I saw it a lot, you know, but you just have to train yourself to make it a habit and, and become addicted to it. You know, it takes 28 days to make a new neural pathway. So just do it for 28 days and then it'll be a habit. Like, have a fanny pack, have your lip balm, your sunscreen, your eye cream, your roller oil, your Tata Harper roller, whatever the fuck it is. Stay <laughs> on your own. And by the way, grapeseed oil. This is like, that's my main thing. Grapeseed oil from, I do like Whole Foods or Amazon or whatever. Um, uh, face and face and body? Grapeseed oil? Yes. Grapeseed oil. Grapeseed oil, tomato seed oil. Tom um, I've never, never heard of such a thing. Unbelievable. Wow. Wow. Um, and then, uh, I, uh, we are, uh, Benton and I are working on an oil that's going to come out that Esther has been very helpful in where I'm going to put all the oils that I use in one place. Cause I feel bad saying tomato seed oil and grapeseed oil. Everyone's like, what brand? It's just like stresses people out. And I don't want to cause people stress because stress is actually the most aging thing. So the last, the, the, the biggest part of your beauty routine is break up with the toxic guy Get out of the relationship with a toxic friend that's fucking jealous of you and causes you anxiety. Like, st stop resenting and gossiping that coworker. Like, the releasing cortisol deteriorates our collagen, basically. It ages us. So forget your products. What's going on the other 23 and a half hours a day in your relationships? Go to Al-Anon. I'm not going to say go to therapy. Most people don't have the time or the money. Um, Al-Anon is free. AA is free. Codependence Anonymous is free. Yes. When you are wrinkling your forehead because you're mad at your coworker who keeps fucking writing passive aggressive emails, like you lose. You're wow. Hurting, you're hurting yourself. I'm also a big body shop bitch, by the way. Wow. So big weird. Big fan. It's just, I'm, I'm a loyal bitch. <laughs> We talking the Two body oil. butters? Loyal to a fault. The, the oils, the body butters, lip balm. Um, hold on, let me find. Wait, just to the people listening, like I didn't know we were allowed to talk about Whitney's upcoming face oil. I'm so excited. I feel like that was exclusive information. I know it really was. I am really excited. <laughs> Esther's, Esther's told me. I am thrilled. This is, it's huge. I right now have only the benefit one because the body shop one's in my purse, but a lip stain, lip stain. Yes. I'm a stain bitch, a lip stain and then sunscreen lip balm the rest of the day. I love, um, I have one with me. This is kind of my main thing. Hold on. I don't have COVID. I have, my sinuses are draining. Don't I sound better? Yeah. Wait, are you taking Zyrtec? I'm taking Zyrtec every morning. I have to put this antibacterial shit in my nose. Wait, why? I mean, I might need to know about that. When I go, when I, right now the air in LA is so shitty. And when I go to the construction zone that is my house and, or if I'm like to go on a plane or something, this is like an antibacterial. It's called Mupriosin. Who names these things? Is it a um, prescription? Yes. And I'm not recommending it. I'm not a doctor, but... Um, but you are my doctor. <laughs> Me and Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> um, no, Whitney is... This Whitney is a great lip, uh, uh, Neutrogena revitalizing lip balm with sunscreen SPF 20. And I bought all of them. So good luck finding them. Uh, <laughs> it's just when I bend over that I can't really... That's what happens when, when I'm like face down. Yes, getting is that weird? 
so you guys are making me feel better because I have that problem too, and I thought I was sick. It's lip balm that is kind of like got a sheer color to it. Like it's kind of a you can't even see it. It's kind of sheer, and then I'll do this just kind of all day. Oh yes, sunscreen in it, and then I have the stain on. Wait, the body shop. Oh, and that was that's Benetint you're holding, right? Yes, but I prefer the body shop one, that's, and they do not on animals. Never have. We're the first. Now, Whitney, I as a uh, longtime fan girl of yours, I do want to reference your old blog, The Princess Complex. Wow! Where- wow. <laughs> wow! Wow! She's a ju- she does lift wow. a finger. She wow. is scary. She like is going to good sunscreen. It just keeps it uh, your hands kind of wet. It's called um, uh, Badger, and I'm obsessed with honey badgers. So I like the packaging is important. It's emotional. Um, Ooh, I love admitting to that. Yeah, let's get back to the uh, Princess Complex. So here's no. This is oh. lidocaine cream, which is just good to have. It's it it numbs. Like I have a problem picking at my ingrowns, so I have lidocaine cream to just. Because like we have such a combative relationship with our skin and bodies, so I just try to yeah. hurt it as little as possible. Okay, let's talk about my uh, blog. Okay, so on your blog years ago, you up still? I don't think so. If I'm gonna like, find it. I own the I own the rights to it. I okay. bought the rights to it. There's <laughs> optioning. You need to borrow some money for me to sue me. <laughs> um. You had mentioned that you, I remember back in the day, you were obsessed with Walita skin food and you like bought all of them. Yes. Um, the problem is now uh, I found out that it has lanolin in it. Oh, a lot of people uh, are allergic to lanolin. And it's from um, sheep's skin and I don't want to call them out or trash them and maybe they've changed their formula, but I really just, I think it's an unnecessary. Um, the same with, uh, there was another thing I love that was lanolin. I just, I look at the ingredients and I just don't want to put sheep's pus on my face. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. There he is. We just took a quick break. We're back. Whitney Cummings is here by the fire to roast me. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about eating because on this show we talk about all things beauty, food, exercise, whatever. Um, I know you have a past of disordered eating, as do I, as do many of our listeners. Mm. And I just kind of want to get some inspiration from you and like, just fun, all positive. Like, what are you into eating? Like, how, what do you have any like um, uh, belief systems about eating? Like, what can I? How can I copy? How you? long can you make this question? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I just got hungry because I've been listening to this question for so long. Something. <laughs> um, no, I, I, yeah, thank you. And uh, I know this is a sensitive topic and it's a triggering topic, so I'm not going to uh, make light of it and be dismissive. Um, I am not saying this because I'm trying to sell things. I'm good. But uh, I did write a whole chapter about it in my book. I talked about it in my last special. I just want you guys to know I'm very open about it. Um, that is how we dissolve shame, which is the engine of many of our addictions, is um, secrecy. We're only as sick as the secrets we keep. So I just did a podcast with Nikki Glazer and we got really into the eating stuff. It's different for everyone. We think we're the only people that understand. We think that, that we're the only, 
Excuse me. Speaking oh. of, speaking of wrinkles. Oh my is that a new God. rescue? No, this is a former rescue that is back. It's a beautiful, oh. beautiful dog. I know. We're working on the perfect home for my wrinkled dragon. Um, the only thing <laughs> around here that's getting wrinkles is a sharp hair rescue. <laughs> um, so yes, I, I, you know, my disordered eating. There's so much ancestral trauma. I grew up with uh, uh, primary caretakers having disordered eating. Uh, notably anorexia um, and wine only, wine, diet, coke, coffee. That's what I saw women drink. Um, there was a lot of control around food for addiction, uh, for alcoholism to be present. Alcohol doesn't have to be present. So alcoholism can present itself in being addicted to cooking, gambling, debting, sex, controlling, organizing, crafting, calling, obsessing, worrying, adrenaline, like we have all kinds of addictions, right? So there was a lot of cooking like to control you and you have to eat everything on your plate. And if you, you, uh, I would get a glass of milk and you had to finish the milk, finish it. You can't leave the table till you finish the milk. There was a lot of that shit growing up. And there was a lot of like pretending to eat something and spitting it into a napkin so that it didn't, like I told the story on Howard Stern where I was sitting next to um, uh, Kill Bill, Quentin Tarantino, and, you know, how, why they call it a cunning and baffling disease of addiction and eating disorders is you think you're getting away. You think nobody knows. You think no one has any idea. And we were at dinner and of all things, of all the things, it might make me cry that I, um, it was octopus. We were at a sushi restaurant with a one Harvey Weinstein and a one Quentin Tarantino. And all the people from the uh, Tarantino roast was like Uma Thurman, Kathy Griffin, whoever, whoever, whoever. And he was like, try this. And it was an octopus leg. And I, this is before I understood that octopus is, it's not octopi. <laughs> Went to Benton Ray in his paper in high school. Um, <laughs> that they feel their all their feelings are in their arms, and they have gold blood, and they only live for four years, and they have like eight hearts, and it's just it's, eating octopuses is just kills me. Anyway, I didn't know any of this at the time. I just was like, that looks fattening because it's shiny and has oil on it, and I put it in my mouth and then tried to spit it out. <laughs> Because I had like a, I could chew something and then just like spit it out into a napkin. And Quentin Tarantino was like, did you just puke? <laughs> I was like, oh, <gasps> no, I sneezed. Like the amount of lying that was in my eating disorder that you think you're getting go away with it. You know, it's like I want to be skeletally skinny and I don't want you to notice, but I do want attention. It's it's a, it's a real mind fuck. It's a labyrinth. It's a labyrinth of hallucinations and, and a hall of mirrors. And there was a lot of binging and purging. There was a lot of I didn't have a lot of friends in high school. Um, I would I didn't go to lunch. I would sit in my car and eat uh, dried fruit only, raisins only. Hmm. Sabotage, sabotage my my athletic career ambitions 
as a basketball player because I would only eat raisins. Got so many cavities because I would only eat dried fruit. For like two years, I only ate like dried mangoes and like Swiss Miss packets. Hmm. Swiss Miss that I would put in the fridge and ba- so we all have our thing. I would only eat like Smucker's jelly out of the jar. There was a lot of like Olestra potato chips. This is your your listeners and viewers are probably younger than me. So there's probably other iterate. The sugar-free candies, the sugar-free Twizzler, making myself sick, the binging. And a lot of it was from sexual abuse as a child and the need to isolate is a big part of my uh, disordered eating was I'm going to make myself so sick that no one will want to have sex with me. No one will touch me. I'm going to stay home. It's an antisocial thing for me. Um, And it's a way to check out. So I'm going to eat all this food, four boxes of cereal, then I'm going to feel shame. Then I'm going to go to the gym for four hours and run on the treadmill. Uh, and then cancel on my friends for dinner because I feel sick. Then I'm going to eat nine protein bars and then hate myself and be in a fetal position. It, w- it was like – and I was unconscious. Like it's so hard. Yeah. To, you know, and when I see people doing it, it's just there's – you have to stay in your lane because the more you, it's about control, the more you try to control someone's eating disorder, the more they will recoil into their disease. I mean, I remember, I put this in my book where um, when I was 15, I had two wild things happen. I was so skinny when I was 15. Do you want a picture? Do you put in post like picture stuff? I can show that picture of me with my sure um, collarbones. I was oh. so skinny that, uh, I mean, if it make news, if it makes news, maybe I'm famous. Um <laughs> It was, I was so skeletal. I remember running up uh, Wisconsin Avenue in Washington, D.C. Like, you know, we all have those moments that were just like, that is imprinted in your hippocampus so deeply. And this guy just went, eat something. Like it wasn't, <gasps> a, it wasn't a cat call. Eat something. And I was like, like, you know, I had olive oil as my nickname. And I, like, I was, it was sort of, um, Thighs couldn't touch. Mm. The whole thing had to sleep with a pillow between my knees, you know, the whole thing. And God, it's just like I want to hug that girl so much. So hard. How did how did you overcome that? Like how did you get better? Um, you know, it was a number of things. Um, I'm a broken record about how hard I'm in a 12-step program of Al-Anon, uh, Codependence Anonymous. Um, I never really went to OA, like eating disorder. Like my thing was the inner child. So, and, and childhood sexual abuse. You know, women, we all have a complicated relationship with food whether you were breastfed or not breastfed or how much eye contact you got while you were being breastfed. I mean, it's just, everyone's got their own like constellation of what works for them. And my sinuses are better, Esther. Look, you're allergies. My you're my doctor and I'm your doctor. I know. I'm so, so grateful. Like any, I don't give advice. My advice is figure out, like connect to your source, read the gift of fear, listen to your body, figure out what works for you, be a scientist on your own body. When people are like, take vitamin D, it's like, okay, well, what brand, what, (laughs) 
What? It just dissol- okay. Well, half the vitamin D supplements have fucking chem- red number five in them. In the in <laughs> you're eating plastic, and then the vitamin D <gasps> in the plastic. So I have to eat plastic. To get- Doesn't that kind of cancel it out? Like you just have to like constant like radically go inward, radically trust your gut. Sounds QAnon. Uh, <laughs> JFK Jr. is alive. He's alive and the moon landing was shot by Stanley Kubrick. Um, but, you know, so it's, uh, where was I on the eating? Oh, oh, and I, did the, um, I did the AC, uh, adult children of alcoholics, the exercise of connecting to your inner child um, was huge for me where you uh, it's the ACA big book. It's a big maroon book. Uh, take what you like and leave the rest. Not all of it is going to uh, apply to you. And you're, if you're defensive, keep reading. If it doesn't apply to you, just skip it. Um, the laundry list traits in the codependent uh, workbook, uh, 12-step workbook, um, that fourth step will get you. Um, the blueprint for progress fourth step will get you. Um Take what you like, leave the rest. I didn't, some took me two years, some took me two days. We all go at our mm-hmm. own pace. Um, and the writing the letters to my inner child, you write to her with your dominant hand and she responds in your non-dominant hand, mm-hmm. handwriting. So you say like, what do you want to eat today? And she'll be like, you know, butter. I'm like, great. Have some wow. It's, it's incredibly powerful you'll cry your head off if it's the right time in the right place. Um, and you save it and you, I have a picture of my inner child on my phone at all times. And I talk to her and I eat for her. So wow. the way that we feed ourselves, we would never feed children that way. So if you had a child, what would you feed your, your child? Right. Really Really back to way. kindness. A think thin bar. <laughs> a think thin bar. Imagine that's a joke. I, that's so funny because I had a think thin year. Oh, same. No. Wait, I had a case. Bar. Yeah, same. What flavor? Do you remember? They changed uh, their name. Strawberry peanut oh. butter. Mm. They changed the name of their company. Who? Think thin is now called like think. Slim fast. Not into that. Toilet. Wait, Whitney, do you, I am curious because now that you, you have a healthy relationship with food now that you've really worked hard for, like just circling back to beauty, do you ever subscribe to like eating for beauty? Do you ever like eat avocado because you know, it'll be good for your skin or anything like that? Yeah, for sure. Fat, 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 fat. Sorry. I'm videoing my dog. Um, <laughs> fat, 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 fat. So we hate fat. We have an adversarial relationship with fat. We think that fat means you're fat, um, which is wild. Good girl. Um, <laughs> dogs are good for your skin because they reduce cortisol levels and increase serotonin. Um, eating, yes. Yeah, so I, I'm very conscious of l- – you know, look, it's like, I'm not a dot. I, I can't get into that slippery slope of diet shit. Every day is a new day. And I'm going to, the worst thing you can do for your skin and your body and your mind is stress out over whether or not you should eat something or not. So the cortisol that is 
released from your brain from the should I eat this? I can't have this. This is sugar. This is like it's bad for me. That's worse for you than eating. Um, so I enjoy, I'll have a hot chocolate with a marshmallow and not think about it. I mean, it's, it's been, I mean, it's a 20, it's been a 20 year thing guys. And, uh, also I realized that, um, the thinner you are, the older you look. A hundred percent. Oh, my vanity kind of <laughs> canceled out. <laughs> My anorexia and my workaholism also challenged my anorexia because I was like, my brain is not highly functioning because all I eat are fucking sugar-free Skittles. So I can't get as much work done. So I started to sort of uh, eclipse that. And then I did something that for me worked, and this is going to get me canceled, which is like, my, I talked about this in my, um, more elegantly, eloquently and hilariously, um, last special because of the damage I did to my body from eating disorders, uh, disordered eating. So I, in my special talked about how I, my boobs didn't really grow in because I, uh, had starved myself and they were asymmetrical. Everyone's boobs are asymmetrical. That's normal. Um, but mine were like particularly, I, what was the joke? It was like, one was Alec Baldwin, one was Stephen Baldwin. I, I, I just wanted two Alec or two Stevens. I don't, I don't remember the joke. Uh, it was like a Salvador Dali painting. Um, I, cut that joke I thought it was too elitist or something. And so I did get corrective surgery on my boobs cause I wanted my boobs, uh, because of some, um, childhood sexual trauma from a woman and such like boobs. Like I just thought if I, by, if my boobs were bigger, I could be bigger. My whole body could be bigger. Like it had to all be symmetrical. You know, we do have like a driving need for things to be symmetrical. Um, it is a reptilian brain thing plus the trauma, you know? So I guess if I can say anything, it's just like get to know your ancestry, ask questions, um, it's not Vogue's fault. It's not anyone's fault. Like just it's, it's our ancestors got it. Honestly, food is incredibly complicated and codependent. Whitney, before we lose you soon, I want to get, because it's around the holiday times, and I got to ask you about this, because last year, I had a really terrible Christmas, and I saw you right after, and you really, like, helped me so much, and I would just love to hear you talk about, like, the pressure of the holidays, and how, because it's just, holidays make me so depressed, I have such a bad time, no matter what I do, I would just love to hear some advice on that, if you could radical forgiveness and patience. Um, mine, mine is, is, is all our relatives. Like your mom knows what buttons to press because she installed them. She knows where they are. Everyone is, um, in their chronic perfectionism and their give and their unhealthy giving, um, receiving and giving is very complicated and fraught, right? 
I gave you a gift last year. You gave me the gift I gave you last year, the re-gifting, and you didn't put enough thought into it. And you, what, why are you opening it? I'm opening one. But, but we open at the same time and the, just leave the rest. I mean, I had, there was a, my mom would hover with the garbage bag. So the wrapping never hit the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the garbage bag. I mean, it was like you're cleaning up as you're going. It's Christmas morning. You're not up. You're not awake. You're not wearing the right socks. You're not wearing your Christmas sweater. You're chewing gum. You're checking your phone. I mean, it's just like there's so much. It's just radical forgiveness. I sound like such a fucking cliche. Like, and it's um, I would look into your ancestral trauma and what you're knowing what your ancestors were up against and knowing what your parents were up against and not judging your parents based on today's standards. Don't just do something, sit there. When in doubt, just say nothing. Smile, fake it till you make it. That's not being inauthentic. I think the younger uh, generations now are like, I have to say everything I feel at all times, but feelings aren't facts. And you're allowed to just be okay. You're allowed to let feelings pass like a butterfly. It's just gonna fly by and go, bye. Oop, oop, you hurt my feelings, oop, bye. We'll unpack that later. That's old. That's old. That's what I like to do. I go like, that's old. That's not your fault. Mm. Not your fault. Not your fault. I forgive you. I forgive you. Just right. I have this tattoo. It's white, so you can't see it. It just says, I love you. Um, because of this moving meditation, like just like in your head, just be like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I forgive you. Just be the mm. person. Imagine when you go home for your holiday that you're in a movie about the holidays. You're in parenthood. You're in happiest season with Dan Levy and Alison Brie and all the beauties. And just pretend you're in a movie and just be the person in the movie that fucking act. Just act. <laughs> the positive contribution to your future. Like fucking, ooh, be, be Star Wars. <laughs> Have a fucking thing. Dun, dun. Ooh, ah, insult, insult, passive aggressive. Ooh, oh, you're jealous of me. Ah, all good. Forgive you. Love you. Love you. Like just, it's like protect yourself. We drink poison and expect other people to die. That is not working for ya. Who gives a shit if you got it, someone candle at $60 and they give you a fucking bath bomb regift last year? Who gives a fuck? Who's a fuck if Jenny didn't eat the pie you made? She is a problem. She's insecure about her body. It's a, we're in a pandemic. Yeah. What are we doing? No, but this advice, this is advice is applying to a lot in my life of like when someone riles you up and like how do you react and you just kind of. Benton has the best, uh, we talked about on the podcast last Christmas and a little bit in the, I think Cassie David episode or. Kaylee Coco episode a lot. The flight attendant, watch it. Um, I get no money from that. Uh, it looks so good. <laughs> I can't wait. I hear how, it's amazing. How we are cast, like as soon as you go home to your family of origin, you like time travel into the your 14-year-old self. And because but let but like don't let them cast you as that person. Like when I see my brother, who I love more than anything in the world, he's like you know, we're, I'm 14 and he's 21. And I'm like, Hey, can I get some business advice? And he's like, why are you eating with your hand? Like it just turns. I remember Kevin Christie, uh, a brilliant artist, comedian, um, was with me in London once. And I saw my brother and he was just like, I've never seen anyone talk to you like that. 
I've never seen you behave. Like, I totally time traveled back to being 14. I was like, Kevin! Ugh! You know, we just go right. Pattern recognition. Just try to be aware of the pattern. Your home, your back, in your childhood home, in your childhood things, in your childhood dog barks, and the, the smells of the perfume of your mom. Okay, olfactory glands, firing. Got it. Got it. I'm time traveled. The candle. She's cooking. That scent of the apple pie and the cinnamon. Oh, that Charlie Girl perfume. And then now I'm back. And I'm 12, like be aware of all your senses and what it's activating and how it's influencing you and just go, I don't have to go there. I, I, I get to make a choice, right? I get to turn it over. I get to make a choice right now to not be 10. I get to make a choice right now to not be six. I don't have to be mad at you, mom. Everyone's mom, imagine being a woman in the fucking 60s, 70s, 80s. Fuck out of here. Forgive them all. <laughs> they nailed it. They nailed it. They did the best they could with the tools they had. We should pity them and worship them. Forgive all moms. Forgive. Hashtag forgive all moms. Forgive your dads. Definitely. Forgive them. They don't. Imagine. Imagine anyone wanting to be a bad parent. No one wants to be a bad parent. No one wakes up and is like, how am I going to fuck up my kid today? They're <laughs> the best they can and it's fucking you up so it's hard to have kids it's so hard i feel like i'm learning so much today most importantly i've learned to hashtag stay wet <laughs> always i know this fire in the back i'm like already feeling like i'm starting to oh no Oh, reach for your reach for the nearest surface. There's an open jar somewhere. So this is a duplicate of the jar in the bedroom of the lube. There it is. And the face lube. Yeah, so I'm just gonna lube up. At all Whitney, time. this fireside chat literally we're, was we're everything. so enlightened. Our hands, we don't people are so mean to their hands. Oh, also the biggest piece of advice when you wipe your pussy with toilet paper ah! front to back. For sure. Well, there's that. But if you're just peeing, and I have toilet paper here because I have a sinus infection, is that you don't wipe, you dab. dab. Oh. Dab hole. Why? Unless you're pulling the collagen of your the skin. This, ex this explains everything. <laughs> I just I, explained it. I, take it, make a square, and we dab and hold. Release. <laughs> Whitney, why do I feel like you use a bidet? Am I, no, I way don't. off? No, I don't. I'm off. Okay. I don't. I could That's like some rich shit. That's like a hassle. Yeah, no, I, I know. I grew up poor, though. I'm like West Virginia. I well, wonder. I know you grew up poor because you don't have Kleenex. You just use toilet paper to blow your nose. No, I've never, never bought a Kleenex in my life. Toilet paper. Oh, my God. That's horrifying. That's amazing. That's like, oh, yeah, so weird when you just said Kleenex. I was like... Where do you buy that? Nair. She nairs? Oh, I also do like um, paper towels, toilet paper. Like it's like it's all. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I, I hate pat, everything. But I pat though. But she pats. I don't rub. She's like, I use printer paper, but yeah, I pat. And then the uh, doo doo brown is like a little scoop. Whitney. What? It's not a white, it's like a little mini scoop. I'm 
I don't know why I've now become obsessed with the idea of you using a bidet. No, I think I it would yeah, never, it would never. Skin is bad. Oh, right. Water. Okay. I take water, it back. I forgot. That'd be fucking full of oil. A bidet but full then, of face oil. Are we, should that we not be showering or taking baths? Uh, no. Don't give Esther another reason to I not shower. I put my body in oil before I get in the shower bath. What? Water <laughs> is your enemy. Water ages you. What happens to wood? Piece of wood, piece of leather, water. Water right. Water is the enemy. Why are you, I don't wash my, I wash my face with oil. And, Stop it. Yeah. I'm telling you that, no, this is what my mom, she's always lecturing me about taking the baths. Looks than me. <laughs> she looks younger than me. The bath, when I watch The Handmaid's Tale and I'm watching her in those baths, it's like, it, it, it gives me, it's like with no, nothing in it, it makes me so upset. I'm like, bitch, get the grapeseed oil. So the bath has to have oil, oil on your body before you go in, before you go in a pool, cover my body with oil. Chlorine on your skin? Are you insane? Salt water <laughs> on your skin? Are you loco? Oh it's my God. You're a guru. <laughs> You're literally a skin guru. This is insane. I know. You're radicalizing me right now. What are you doing? There's, a, there's something very exciting about the message. It's like stay wet, but also stay away from water is very funny. Lubed up. <laughs> not wet. It's lubed. Do you know what I mean? And we're gentle. And we use our fingers and we're gentle. And I see the way people treat their face when they put makeup on. It's just like upsetting. You know what I mean? Yeah, the pulling is bad. Forget the eyelid. Poor little eyelid never gets any love. I could, oh watch my you, God. could watch you do this all day. Eyebrow never gets any love, which is great for an eyebrow. Um, Little hairspray, Jennifer Love Hewitt taught me this. Little hairspray on the finger. Boom. I'm here for that. Wow. Whitney, thank you so much for teaching us how to live our lives. I'm so grateful. And also, your book that you referenced is amazing. Everyone in my family has read it, including my oh, fiance who loves it. Like, I wish I could, like, I don't have time, but I, I'm like, oh, God, I have so many updates on it. Really? Can we do that next time? Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Smells are very important emotionally in music. I and wish the. I can't wait for the listeners to see you. Each time I think that your skin has had enough moisture, you <laughs> down, and it's like another half cup goes on. I need to grab something. Have to make sure that your moisturizer, moisturizer isn't so emollient that you it can't absorb. You know. Right. Right. Sure, you're. No, this is good. This is really, this has been yeah. helpful. Yeah. Wait, what are you doing with your hands? What is that? So when people do this with their hands, they go. No. Up, up, up only, up only, up only. My face skin is so saggy. Like I've already done the damage. I, uh, yeah. Do you oh. ever do Korean facial massage on YouTube? There's a lot of good videos. Oh yeah, no, I don't. No one touch. No one touches my face. You do it naturally. You're like already. Yeah, you just do that. You know, so always up, always up, always up. Wash your hands before you wash your face. Wash your hands before you apply your shit. I never <laughs> do that. It's such a bad habit. Disgusting. 
Caroline, you're disgusting. I'm disgusting. I am. <laughs> I've facials. I, I just don't. I don't understand why anyone pays for that. Do you ever? But you like you like Ulthera. Oh yeah, it's like a laser. I'll do like once a year. I don't. I'm not a doctor, but maybe it's working. <sighs> when um, when I say you have the best skin I've ever seen in my life, I am. I really mean that. I mean, we know work goes into like now. I know now. I know how you got that beautiful skin. It's constant. It's also, it's inspiring. The rings scratch your face. I mean, there's a lot of shit to think about. And then when you do, I go hold on fingers, hands, dude. Hands are the first sign. I know. I know. Oh, no. Well, Whitney, thank you for thank doing you, Whitney. this. Please we come back every, every week. <laughs> Whitney, you are a hero, a goddess. There are no words. This is an honor. Thank you so much. We love you. I can post and post and post because this is actually what everyone DMs me about. So I hope I can make this get more than two views. Thank you. <laughs> we could. Thank you. Want to get up to seven. I love you. Um, you're a delight, Caroline. Oh, it's so nice to meet you, Whitney. You're the best. This has been everything. Okay, no exaggerating in 2021. That's my resolution. Got it. Copy I, that. I'm a good person. And you are fantastic. The best. It's like Elf, remember? This is the best coffee ever. They did it. You guys it's, it's laziness, exaggeration. It's like, you got to be more intentional with our word choice. Great, Caroline. That's a great way to put it. It's lazy and it makes me stop trusting. I know. It's a dirty habit. I. You say, you're the best. And then you go, oh my God, you have to listen. It's the best. And I'm like, well, I thought I was, a, well, now I can't trust you. Fuck. But you're, it's coming from a good place. It's coming from a good place, but we could all afford to be more mindful with our diction. Word mm -hmm. choice. It's everything. Mm -hmm. This bitch is mm. Be um, yeah, precious with your words. Precious has, gets a bad rap. That word. Um, be meticulous with the words you use. You can't be meticulous. Take, yeah, you can't take them back. And words need to mean what they mean. Not everything is genius and amazing and hilarious and perfect and awesome. I know incredible. Like now, now I now you're a liar. This has been eye-opening, though, and I do mean that. And I do still think Whitney is the best. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Sorry. It's true. <laughs> I um, talk to you uh, later, Esther, when you text me a question you could Google. <laughs> Sounds about right. Okay, Bye, thank Whitney. you, Whitney. We love you. Bye. Podcast Network.